turn our attention to the word of the Lord. In the book of Genesis uh, 2 and 7. Reading from the New King James Version uh, with this verse, it says, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. Some of us, amen, from here, a living soul. That's right. Hallelujah. One more time, and the Lord God formed man. Where did he form it? From the dust of the ground. And breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Uh, one of the things that we are going to be talking about uh, in this message is uh, we're going to be talking about the difference between soil and dirt. Can you say that with me? The difference between soil and dirt. I did a, uh, a search uh, on the other day when I began to think about dirt. And uh, I looked up a definition of what is the difference between soil and dirt. And when I looked it up, what I found out about dirt, dirt, uh, the uh, uh, source that I was using, said dirt is unproductive soil. Soil that's devoid of its nutrients to sustain life. It's unproductive. Dirt is unproductive. Soil, on the other hand, has the ability and the nutrients within it uh, to produce a crop. And so, as we move forward on today, we're going to be talking about the miraculous seed. Can you say that with me? The miraculous, the miraculous seed. The miraculous seed. And uh, we're going to, in the verses that we'll put up here, we're going to be using uh, a new translation on today. It's called the Christian uh, Standard Version. Uh, I know some of you all say, Pastor, you just, you know, when I, when I, get, when I get one, you, 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 you do another one. Uh, but one thing that I'm committed to, I'm committed to, the Bible said, oh, all you get is get an understanding. And uh, this is a translation that I'm looking at that purports to be able to uh, be a little bit easier uh, for the reader uh, to understand and yet uh, holds true uh, to the source material. We're going to be talking about the miraculous seed. I started this message off talking about there are those of us that we've been hearing the word for some of us since we've been small. And uh, we've got a lot of word knowledge, but we're not seeing a lot of results. If we be honest, you know, some of us, we kind of play the ostrich game or uh, where you know how the ostrich does, or at least that's what they tell me is that the ostrich has a tendency to hide its head, right. uh, uh, you know, bury its head. Wow. And, uh, you know, but 
I found out that burying our head in the sand is not going to solve anything. We're going to have to face facts. Amen. And, and, and the God that I serve is big enough to handle whatever we bring to him. Oh, my God. He can handle it. Amen. Uh, the question is, amen, do we want to hear it while he handles it? We want to talk about the miraculous seed. You see, uh, one of the things that I understand, amen, when it comes to the word of God, if the word of God is not producing in our lives, it is not a problem with the word. It is a problem with whether we are soil or are we dirt. Never a problem. There, there's no lack in the word. And, and, and I guess this kind of got started in my mind. Uh, you know, it wasn't very long ago. And, I, and, and some of y'all said, well, we just, you know, heard this, the, these scriptures read and preached just a few weeks ago. Uh, but it is of such paramount importance that we get it. And, and, and there are a lot, of, a, a lot of us that have complaints and, and are going through and, 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 and grumbling in, uh, uh, because of lack in our lives. And, and, and if we're not careful, we'll blame God or we'll blame the church or we'll blame the pastor or we'll blame. We, we, we're looking for somebody to blame. But I should have asked all of you all to bring a mirror today. Because, amen, I would say hold it up and look at the face that's looking back at you at the mirror. Amen. What kind of soil? Are you soil or are you dirt? I read that passage in Genesis uh, to take us back to the beginning point that uh, when God first started working with us, we were dirt. Go ahead. That's true. When God made the first man, he started with dirt. Yes. But he didn't let it stay dirt. What did he say? He breathed. He formed a body and breathed into his nostrils. Yes. And he became a living soul. Yes. This body, when uh, the spirit and soul are, are, are gone from it, uh, they can use all types of chemicals and what have you, but this body, when 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 there's no life in it, it decomposes. Yes, it does. And left over time, uh, it goes back. That's why you hear when you go to a funeral, you hear them say, "Dust to dust, ashes to ashes." Amen. I'm going to talk about the miraculous seed, and the question that we want to consider is uh, how does spiritual growth happen? Is it God's job or is it our job? How does spiritual growth happen in our lives? Uh, because I feel like that some of us are stagnant and, 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 and uh, some of us uh, have not grown like we should. I can, I, I can look at Bethel and, and, and say, and, and, and uh, you know, I'm not telling you anything that you don't know. Uh, we should be further along than what we are. We should be further along than what we are. Amen. For the level of the word of God that goes forth in this place. 
level of the word of God that goes forth in this place, we should be, we should be so much further than what we are. Hallelujah. Not bragging, but and 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 it, and and you know, not talking about any merit in myself. I'm talking about the word works. The word works. And 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 you know what I found out is that if if, if you know, for those of us that are in ministry, those of us that that, that minister to people and 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 work with people. Uh, if we're not careful, we'll lose our focus and uh, people will almost break your heart. Go ahead, sir. Because you'll try to give them the best you have. Anybody know what I mean? You ain't got to be a pastor to try to help people. You, you, you'll try to give them the best you have. Amen. Uh, uh, they'll be going through different things and, 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 and you'll seek God and pray and ask God. And uh, you give them an answer from the word of God. And, uh, uh, you know, you, you try to give them good instruction and so forth and so on. And it'll go in one ear and right out the other. And, uh, and, 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 and you'll begin to wonder, is my living in vain? Is my praying in vain? Is my preaching in vain? Amen. You got to stay focused and, and, and the clock says to say, no, of course not. It's not all in vain. For up the road is eternal gain. The word works. We'll talk about the miraculous seed. Amen. We're going to we're going to go back to some familiar scripture, and uh, we're going to be in Mark, the fourth chapter, beginning at the first verse, and. Uh, Reading from that, uh, as I said, what I have on the screen is the uh, Christian Standard Version. Uh, so if you're following along in your Bible, it might read just a little bit differently, but I'm hoping that it'll be clear. Uh, we're going to look at the parable that Jesus told of the sower. Yep. And the reason I want to go back to this, and, and, and I'm going to point out from the scripture, this, the, 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 the proper understanding of this parable is paramount in the life of a believer. Because Jesus said that this parable is the key to understanding the other parables that he talks about when it comes to the kingdom. And that if you don't understand this one, uh, you're going to miss. And, 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 and while I'm sharing, I hope to get to uh, a, a portion in the scripture. This, this particular parable of the sower uh, is uh, spoken of not only in Mark, but it is found in all of the Synoptic Gospels. When we talk about the Synoptic Gospels, we're talking about Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Those are the Synoptic Gospels that have a tendency to tell the same story about Jesus from different perspectives of the author. This parable uh, occurs in all three of them. And uh, I hope to be able to share with you. There was a misunderstanding that I had about something that Jesus said relating to this parable. And um, I don't know, maybe some of you all, I, I don't know if you think like I do, but some of you might have the same misunderstanding. So we're going to see if we can clear that up, amen, on today. Mark 4, 1 through 3. And again, he began to teach by the sea. And a very large crowd gathered around him. So he got into a boat 
on the sea and sat down while the whole crowd was by the sea on the shore. And he taught them many things in parables. And in his teaching, he said to them, Listen, consider the sower who went out to sow. And he sowed some seed, and it fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured it. Other seed fell on rocky ground, where it didn't have much soil. And it grew up quickly, and since the soil wasn't deep, when the sun came up, it was scorched. And since it had no root, it withered away. And other seed fell among thorns, and the thorns came up and choked it, and it didn't produce any fruit. Still other seed fell on good ground, and it grew up, producing fruit that increased 30, 60, and 100 times. Then he said, let anyone who has ears to hear, listen. And when he was alone, those around him with the twelve asked him about the parables. And he answered them and said, The secret of the kingdom of God has been given to you. But those outside, everything comes in parables. So that they may indeed look and yet not perceive. That they may indeed listen and yet not understand. Otherwise they might turn back and be forgiven. Then he said to them, do you not understand this parable? How then will you understand all the parables? And you see what I talked about, the importance of this parable? Jesus said, if you don't understand this one, you're not going to understand uh, the others. And, and, and this portion here, verses 11 uh, through 13, he said, and he answered them, the secret of the kingdom of God has been given to you. The secret of the kingdom. Say that with me. The secrets of the kingdom. Uh, we need to be in a position to where we understand what are the secrets of the kingdom. And it's not for everybody. And uh, when you look at verse 12, it says there, so that they may indeed, uh, well, he says, but to those on the outside at the end of 11, but to those on the outside, everything comes in parables. So that they may indeed look and yet not perceive. They may indeed listen and yet not understand. Otherwise, they might turn back and be forgiven. When I, used to, when, when, when I used to read that portion where Jesus said, I'm, I'm teaching them in parables uh, because they're, they're, they'll listen, but they won't understand. Uh, they'll see, but they won't perceive. And I don't know, somewhere in the back of my mind, I was thinking, help them. Help them. You, you, you notice uh, in, in, in the verse that I read before, uh, verse 9, then he said, let anyone who has ears to hear, Old King James said, let him hear or, or, or listen, listen. 
Point number one, the crowd had come to hear Jesus teach. They, 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 they were eating up his words. They, 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 they were liking what they were hearing. But then after Jesus began to present the truth to him, he said, let he who has ears to hear, let him hear. And what that, what, that, what that shows me is that there are crowds today that are gathered in many worship places that, amen, uh, uh, like what Jesus is saying. And they come to hear the word of God. And uh, they like it. They, 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 church is a place that they like to go. And, 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 and that they receive inspiration and, and, and strength and what have you. But, but, but what this lets me know is that you can be a part of the crowd and hear the message and still not, 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 not get what he's saying. Just because you hear it don't mean that you got it. That's why he, he says, let he that have ears to hear, let him hear. Yes. And there are people all over the world yes. that have gathered together and, and, and have heard messages, amen, that are preached today. And, 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 and if you ask them, well, what was the subject or what have you, they, they might be able to tell you what the subject was or whatever, but... They didn't. They, they, they listened, but uh, uh, they, they they heard, but they didn't listen. Yes. Yes. And 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 they missed what they needed to get to bring about change and deliverance in their lives. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah! If you got your Bibles, turn it. Uh, open up your Bibles. Uh, turn to Matthew thirteenth. 13th chapter, Matthew. Matthew records, Matthew records the same parable. There's a point I'm trying to get to here. Matthew records the same parable. Matthew, the 13th chapter. And Jesus, uh, Matthew records a little bit more uh, that we have in Mark that I want to get to. I'm reading from the New King James Version there. Matthew 13 and 10, when you get it, say amen. amen. Matthew 13 and 10. Even though we put them up on the screen, bring your Bible. Amen. I know some of y'all getting lazy. Amen. And, and, and I like looking at it, but you, you know what? I treasure, I treasure my, my Bible. Amen. All right. Uh, Matthew 13 and 10. And the disciples came to him, or came and said to him, why do you speak to them in parables? And he answered and said to them, Because it has been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. But to them it has not been given. For whoever has, to him more will be given. And he will have an abundance. But whoever does not have, even that which he has will be taken away from him. Therefore I speak to them in parables, because seeing they do not see, hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand, 
And in the prophecy of Isaiah, and the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled, which says, Hearing you will hear and shall not understand. Seeing you will see and not perceive. For the hearts of this people have grown dull. Their ears are hard of hearing. Their eyes they have closed. Lest they should see with their eyes, hear with their ears, lest they should understand with their hearts, turn so that I should heal them. You see, when, when I heard Jesus said that, you know, I'm, I'm talking to them in parables because uh, they see but they won't perceive. They, they hear but they won't understand. I was thinking that, come on, help them, help them, help them. But, but what, what Jesus is referring to in Isaiah's uh, prophecy, he said, your hearts have grown dull. And it's not that you can't see, it's that you won't see. It's not that you can't hear, it's that you don't want to hear. And do you not know there are people that have crowded out churches all over this country and brought problems that need answers and solutions and breakthrough and delivery and they are there and the word is being preached in many of these churches and it's not that God does not want to deliver a man He's giving them the seed of his word. But the, the results are dependent upon whether they are so, their hearts are soiled for the word or is it dirt. And so when you see in that last verse, he said, lest they should understand with their hearts and turn so that I should heal them. God wants to deliver. God wants you to have breakthrough. God wants you to, amen, receive the answers to your problem. Amen. But uh, think about uh, the illustration that Jesus gave about the the rich man that went to hell. When he was in hell and when he found out that he wasn't going to get out, he told uh, Abraham, he said, I've got, what did he say, five brothers that are worse than I am. Send somebody to them and warn them lest they come to this place. What did Abraham tell them? He said, they got the prophets. They got got the word. And he said, yeah, yeah, but see, uh, that ain't going to work because uh, they ain't going to listen. But if one came back from the dead, he said, even if one came back from the dead. Understand what I'm talking about here. A lot of our problems, a lot of the issues that we have, and the reason we can't get over it, amen, and having and struggling and what have you, is not a weakness in the Word of God. It's a weakness in how in, 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 in do we choose to be soil, to be good ground, so that that Word can work. It's up to us how we receive the Word. Hallelujah. It's up to us. Uh, Let's go back to Mark. You all getting anything out of this? Let's go back to Mark. Mark 4 and 11. And he answered and said to them, The secret of the kingdom of God has been given to you. But to those on the outside, everything comes in parables. Amen. We we, we covered this so that 
Uh, they may indeed look and yet not perceive. They may indeed listen and yet not understand. Otherwise, they might turn back and be forgiven. Uh, you'll notice a key, uh, an integral part in uh, the, the transformation and, and, and the work is that you got to change. you got to turn. Yes. Bible said there's a way that seems right to a man, but it ends up in death. See, some of us, we want God to do what we want him to do, but we don't want to change. We don't want to turn. We want to keep doing what we're doing and yet reap. Amen. But if you don't turn, you won't be healed. So he, 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 now let me say this. Uh, he gave the parable to the crowd that was listening and the disciples were listening. And, and, and a lot of us, we're familiar with this parable, we'll read it. But he gave the parable, he's told the parable while he was on the boat to the crowd. And a lot of the crowd was satisfied. After they heard it, man, that was, he, he's a good storyteller. Man, that was good. Did you hear what he said? Oh, yeah, I got it. That's good. And they were satisfied with the story that Jesus told. And they went back to doing what they were doing. But the disciples, when they, amen, picture this, the crowd in the house. What's this over here? The crowd in the house. When they got in the house, the disciples weren't satisfied. They weren't satisfied. What, what do I mean? They wanted to know what is number one, why you why you teach them in parable? And they want to know, and what does it mean? What, what, what does it mean? What, what are we to do with what you just said? How are we to apply what you just said? Oh, hallelujah. And you know what Jesus said? Jesus said, it is given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom. What made the disciples different from the crowd? What made the disciples Different from the crowd. The crowd heard the message, they heard the story, and they were satisfied. The disciples heard the same thing that the crowd heard, and it stirred up in them questions. And they wanted to know what does this mean? How, how can we apply it? Jesus said, To you is given the mysteries of the kingdom. You're going to have to decide for yourself. Where are you going to line up in the kingdom of God? You can be in the crowd who's satisfied that they heard a message today or you can be in the house saying, I need more. Oh, hallelujah. A, a, a good way to explain it an example I heard a minister do, and, and it was so appropriate. This is what he said. He said, when you ever go to a fancy restaurant and uh, they have the appetizer section in the menu, 
and you order the appetizers. Yeah. Well, uh, the message is the appetizer. Mm -hmm. The purpose of the appetizer is to stimulate your appetite. Yes. Now, they do have sampler platters that you can get a little bit of all of the appetizers. Amen. You can order that. But, but, but the purpose of the appetizers, the appetizers are not supposed to be the meal. Right. The appetizers are to get you ready yes. for the main course, yes. which is the meal. But do you know what a lot of folk are doing today? They're making, amen, the appetizer their meal. They're living off of appetizers. And in fact, in some churches, they're not even getting appetizers. They're getting junk food. They're getting junk food that's tickling their ears. The appetizer. What, what, what did I say? The message is the appetizer. The sermon is the appetizer. And you get that in the crowd. But it is to prompt you to order the main course, which is the meal. Your substance is not going to come from the appetizer. Oh, I love toasted ravioli. I, I, I love crab rangoon. Good crab rangoon. But it's an appetizer. Amen. And, 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 but, but, amen, when I go get the appetizer, that's just to help me. Amen. I'm going to get the main course. I'm going to get the, the main entree because that's where I get my strength from. And the main course, the entree, amen, he said, when, when, when you go further than the crowd. And stop being satisfied with just hearing the message. Yes. And you do like the disciples. Well, what does it mean? And what am I supposed to do with it? And how can I apply it to myself? Yes. Hallelujah. That's where the word works. Back in Mark 4.14, the sower sows the word. The sower is Jesus Christ. He's the sower. Those who minister uh, and preach God's word, uh, uh, we're not our own. Amen. Uh, uh, we're responsible. Amen. I might be the shepherd, but Jesus is the chief shepherd. And do you all not know the messages that God gives me, the things that I share, that I teach and I preach, amen, uh, I get my uh, uh, marching orders, I get my assignments from the Lord, amen, he, he, he stimulates and directs me on what needs to be said. Yeah. All right. All right. The sower sows the word. Yeah. Some are like the word sown in the path or by the wayside. When they hear it immediately, Satan comes and takes away the word that was sown in them. Others are like seeds sown on rocky ground. When they hear the word, immediately they receive it with joy. But they have no root. They're short-lived. Anybody know anybody that's been short-lived? 
Any, any, any believers that only lasted for a short time? And when distress or persecution comes because of the word, they immediately fall away. Others are like seeds sown among the thorns. These are the ones who hear the word, but the worries of this age, the deceitfulness of wealth, and the desire for other things enters in and chokes the word. And it becomes unfruitful. Hallelujah. See, it's not enough just to hear the message. You got to, you got to press, yes. Amen. You got to, you got to press in. And 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 how, now, now, Lord, I heard the message, but what does it mean? I need to understand. And, and notice when, uh, notice Jesus did not explain the message to the crowd. Amen. Uh-huh. That's right. He didn't explain it. He 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 gave them the appetizer. And you know what Jesus knows? See, see, what Jesus understands is that if he puts it out there, if uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of a way to, to, to communicate it, everybody ain't gonna get it. No. Everybody ain't gonna get it. You can be sitting next to somebody and and both hear the same thing. And 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 there'll be one person that gets it, and there'll be another person that they don't get it. Yes. And yet they heard the same thing. Mm-hmm. And that's distressing sometimes. And, 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 and sometimes that's what makes preachers preach too long. Yeah. Because we'll try to say it another way. We'll try to, you know, think of a way to, you know, and, and but 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 Jesus understood there are some who'll get it, yeah. and there are some who won't get it. Mm-hmm. And and it's not the fault necessarily of the one that's so the seed is good. Everything that is needed uh, for growth and to produce fruit is in the seed. Amen. There's nothing wrong with the seed. If there is a deficiency, it is where the seed lands. That's what the deficiency is. I said this a few weeks ago. They found seeds that had been uh, 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 hidden for thousands of years. Amen. Hidden uh, uh, in in, in a pyramid and, and locked up, amen, in the dark. And uh, when they found those seeds that had been there for thousands of years, and they took those seeds, and you know what they did? They planted them, and they grew. The word works. Hallelujah. Uh, Verse 20, and those like seeds sown on good ground, Hear the word, welcome it, and produce fruit 30, 60, and 100 times what was sown. He also said to them, is a lamp bought in to be put under a basket or under a bed? Isn't it to be put on a lampstand? In other words, you got a lamp. The purpose of the lamp is to give light. Purpose is not to hide it. And, 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 and I think what Jesus is trying to communicate, because see, some of us, we say, well, it's hard to understand the Bible. It's hard. You know, the Bible is hard. I, I don't think God wants us to know. Well, what Jesus said, what is the lamp for? You don't buy a lamp to cover it up. Right. You, you, you buy a lamp to put on the lampstand so it gives light. God's not trying to hide it 
from us. God's not trying to hide His will from us. God's not trying to hide, amen, the mysteries of the kingdom from us. But, amen, we've got to be in a position to be the right kind of soil. We've got to be in the in the position to be. You see, uh, uh, there's sometimes some some people uh, they're not ready for the answer yet. They're, they're still dealing in self pity. They're still in their feelings. They're still and and uh, have you ever tried to help somebody and they were just stressing out and 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 almost hysterical and 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 just you know blaming everybody and and, and so forth and so on. And you're trying to talk, and they're trying to, and, and, and over them, and so forth. I, I've had conversations on, uh, on on the phone with people that were going hysterical, and uh, you know, I'm not unthinking, I'm not unfeeling, but one thing I knew, I can't help them mm-hmm. until they stop screaming. Mm-hmm. I can't help you until you calm down. Yeah. And I know you say, "Oh, it's easy when you say calm." You called me right. to help. I can't help if you can't hear me. Yeah. Now, understand what I'm saying? And, and, and that's what we say. But it's God. It's God. Yeah, it's God. But, amen, he made us from the dust of the earth. Yeah. Amen. He, we started out as dirt, but he didn't leave us as dirt. He breathed into our nostrils the breath of life. Yes. Yes. And we became a living soul. Amen. Yes. Yes. For there is nothing hidden that will not be nothing concealed that would not be brought to light. I shared this chart once before about, again, uh, what type of soil are you? Uh, There are uh, four different responses that we can give to the Word of God. We can be uh, uh, roadside, amen, hard, no faith, uh, no growth, Amen. Where the birds, amen, the birds, when he talks about the birds, he's talking about the devil and demon spirits. There are, uh, there are demon spirits that, amen, are already poised. They don't want that word to produce in your life. Amen. And, and for some of you, by the time you go out that door and get in your car, they, they'll be quick to snatch it up. What, what did the pastor preach today? Oh, uh, something about a seed. <laughs> Some kind of seed. Why is the devil so quick? Because he knows the word of work. Roadside. Stony. Amen. Uh, shallow. Minus faith and convictions. We got a lot of stuff in us. And the word is not able to penetrate in us. And it's choked. Yes. With mm-hmm. cares of the uh, of the, uh, the stony. Uh, not much earth. Tribulation, persecution because of the word. And it won't last. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Our response to the word. And it's so easy to, amen, stay with the crowd, amen. But I'm preaching to some who are willing to go further than the crowd, amen, and to press in 
in the house yes. and say, what does it mean for me? Yes. You all get what I'm talking about here? Amen. Amen. Uh, so there, there, there are four different responses. Amen. That he talks about in that parable. And, and, and uh, in the scriptures that we read in Mark, amen, we have the public ministry. Amen. I talked about that. I talked about the setting. I talked about uh, the, 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 uh, the setting in the public ministry. Uh, I talked about the content. Amen. I talked about the warning. He said, if you don't get this, this is the key to everything else that I'm telling you, teaching you about, amen, uh, the kingdom. Now, you'll notice Mark, uh, he refers to it as the kingdom of God. Matthew refers to it as the kingdom of heaven. And, and, and the reason, because Matthew's coming from a Jewish uh, perspective, and in the Jewish perspective, uh, he would say heaven, not God, because they're careful about using the name of God. Right. Hallelujah. Amen. So there was the public ministry with the crowd. There's the private ministry in the house. They had the question that they asked. The purpose of the parable to reveal and to conceal. You see what the word does and our reaction to the word, it reveals. It reveals who we are. Anybody listening to me? I say, what the word does, the word, when it goes forth, it reveals and it conceals. Amen. To those that don't want to be delivered, to those that don't want to hear, God's not going to force his program on you. And, and, and if you're satisfied with the appetizers, amen, good. You can go home with just the appetizers. Amen. But there's some of us, that want more than just the appetizers. Thank you. Thank you. Now, I'm not, I'm not trying to uh, throw off on vegetarians. <laughs> Anybody here a vegetarian? Any vegetarians in the audience? Hey, Amen. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to throw off on vegetarians. Uh, and there might be some listening to me. Amen. Uh, and, and if it's working for you, amen, God bless you. It's working for you. But you know what? When I look at my teeth, I got... I got molars. All right. Amen. I got incisors, and I got I got some of them, you know, the, the, the ones that's left. I got some that's made. Okay. For eating meat. Uh-huh. And uh, so, I, and, and I heard somebody say, "Yeah, uh, you should get you one of them vegetable." Uh, to, what were they trying to get me to get? It was a. Uh, no, it was a vegetable something. Uh, at this, they said, yeah, it's really good. You go get you one of them vegetables. And I'm like, uh, get something that got some meat in it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> don't, don't, don't tell, you know, vegetables are all right in their place, but amen, I want some meat. Thank you. <laughs> don't play meat cheap. <laughs> and uh, that's the way we ought to be about the word of God. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Preacher, don't play with me. Amen. Don't give me lollipops. Don't give me just food. Amen. Don't give me, amen, just a few appetizers. Amen. Where's the meat? Amen. Hallelujah. Where's the meat? Where's the meat? 
Amen. Context Jesus in Matthew 3 6. He was rejected by the religious leaders as king and Messiah. Amen. In Matthew 3.35, Jesus invited all who are willing to do God's will to receive him as their king and enter his family with a new life and power in his kingdom. You see, uh, the answer to life's problems is not just belonging to church. Oh, is anybody listening to me? Amen. Crowds go to church. Disciples, amen, go further and press into the house. Hallelujah. And that's where the mysteries of the kingdom are revealed. Hallelujah. So how does spiritual growth occur? Let me let me let me wrap it up here. How does spiritual growth occur? Amen. Spiritual growth occurs. Well, number one, you got a prerequisite. Amen. Any, anybody ever taken any college courses, you know that uh, before you enroll for the course, you have to look and see what the prerequisites are yeah. to know if you are qualified uh-huh. to sign up and take the course. Yeah. If the prerequisite says you have to have basic English or, or uh, you have to have chemistry or whatever, if you haven't had chemistry and the prerequisites say you already got to finish that, amen, you can't sign up for the course because you haven't met the prerequisites. Well, there are prerequisites to spiritual growth. Amen. Growing Christians believe Jesus is claimed to be the rightful king of everything, everyone, everywhere, and forever. Amen. Uh, you know, he wasn't just a good man. Amen. He, amen, was the son of God. Amen. And you've got to believe that he is. Amen. The, the Bible talks about faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen. By it, the elders obtain a good report. And, and it says, they who come to God must first believe that he is. And that he is the rewarder to them who diligently seek him. Hallelujah. Priority. So you got the prerequisite, you got the priority. Growing Christians uh, need to understand the miraculous seed. God's word is the source of life power and fruitfulness in Jesus's in Jesus's kingdom. The, the, the power is in the word. Yes. Amen. The, uh, the word will work if we receive it. Amen. Into good soil. It said it'll produce 30, 60, 100 fold. Now the difference is in how much it produces in each one's lives. All of us have different capacities. All of us have different capacities. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. Just, just to get an idea about how powerful that word is. Uh, stop and think about what God is, is putting, amen, given us. Yeah. It was his word that he used to create the universe. Oh, yeah. Amen. Oh, yeah. God didn't get out and form and fashion stars. God uh, didn't mold and make planets. Amen. In Genesis, it talks about when he got ready to create the universe. It said, God, what? Say Let there be light. Amen. Hebrews 11 and 3. Amen. His word created everything. 1 Peter 1, 22 through 25. It birthed spiritual life. Amen. 2 Peter 1, 3 through 4. It gives power. 
John 17 and 17, it makes you holy. Amen. Uh, Psalms 119, 9-11, it provides protection. 2 Timothy 3.16, it provides direction and correction. Psalms 119.92, it comforts. Hebrews 4.12, it exposes our motives. Talk about that word being sharper than a two-edged sword. Discerning. Amen. Uh, Ephesians 6, 16 through 17, it defeats Satan. Matthew 7 and 21, that word's going to judge us eternally. I'm talking about that miraculous seed. There's power in the word of God. Hallelujah. So what's the problem? We talked about the prerequisite. We talked about, amen, the priority. Amen, let's talk about the problem. Growing, growing Christians recognize there, that there are at least three enemies. Seeking to prevent God's word from taking root and transforming our lives. Amen. Three enemies. Amen. The first one uh, is Satan. He actively uh, engages us to make the word of God, amen, none effect in our lives. He wants to steal the word out of our life. The second one is our circumstances. Our circumstances. When, when, when you, amen, make up your mind and say, you know what, I'm going to church. I, I'm, I'm going to do better. I'm, I'm, amen. Look like something always happens yeah. when you done made up your mind and you're going to go to church. Yeah. Something always happens. And the first thing, the thought that comes to your mind is, well, you, you ain't going to make it this time. You get frustrated, upset. And you know what? The circumstances are keeping you from the answer that you need. Amen. They're keeping you from, amen, your source of help. They're keep, and, and we let our circumstances. I'm here to tell you, you know what? Uh, uh, stuff happens all the time. Amen. Stuff happens all the time. Uh, uh, that's part of life. Amen. And, and you don't want to come and glued at the scene just because stuff is happening. Amen. What you got to say to yourself, that was a lie. That was a lie. And, 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 and ask God, Lord, what do, I, what do I do now? Amen. Is there an answer? Is there a solution? Some of us get so frustrated, we just give up. Don't give up now. When the enemy is fighting me to keep me out of the word, I know that God got something good for me. Hallelujah. And then I crowded, busy, deceived, and lustful hearts. You see, uh, the enemy, Satan and his henchmen, that's outside. Those are enemies outside. Our circumstances are happening outside around us. But then the other enemy, we got an enemy that lives with us. The Bible says the heart is deceitful. The heart is deceitful. And in our carnal nature, if we're not careful, oh, I'm too busy. I'm too busy. I got, I got, I got too much going on. Uh, I don't feel like it. I don't feel like it. I, something else got my attention. Something's shining. Amen. Somebody asked me to go out. Somebody, amen. Somebody want to take me out to dinner. Somebody want, amen, after church. And, 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 and since you want to take me out to dinner, amen, come on, go to church with me, and then we can go out to, out to church. 
Let's get some spiritual food and then we'll get some natural food. But that's the problem. We allow uh, the enemy coming against us, the circumstances around us, and, and, and we let our own deceitful heart talk us out of being good ground for the word of God. Y'all get anything? Amen. Amen. We got a promise. Amen. We got a promise. The miraculous seed produces supernatural spiritual growth 100% of the time when planted in good soil. And not only, and, and do you know what? If we get stronger spiritually, some of the, the ticky-tack stuff that we deal with, it'll get handled. Anybody listening to me? Amen. If we grow stronger spiritually, you got, you got a problem with your temper. You got a problem with your temper. I had a problem with my temper, believe it or not. Amen. Just ask my wife. But you know what I found? That when you grow spiritually, amen, uh, God will deal with you in the areas that you need to be dealt with and he'll help you and, 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 and God helped me. And, and, and where I used to have a problem with my temper, I don't have that problem anymore. All right. All right. Hallelujah. Amen. Nobody had to lay hands on me and deliver me from a temper demon. They didn't have to oil me up. Amen. As I got in the word of God and began to grow. In fact, God spoke to me myself. Amen. God spoke to me directly. Say, son, what are you so angry about? In my car, fuming. God said, son, what are you so angry about? And, and, and I had a list of why I was angry, but I knew not to, not to rehearse that list to God. <laughs> I had some people that made me mad, and some people was on my list, but I knew better not to rehearse that list to God. Got my attention. God got my attention. God began to do a work in my life. And as I got closer, amen, and, and drew in, he began to reveal to me, amen, some of the things about the kingdom and the power of his word. Amen. I found out, amen, I don't have to, uh, uh, I, I don't get angry, amen, like I used to. I don't have that problem with my temper anymore. Right. Hallelujah. And for a lot of us, a lot of this ticky-tack stuff that's going on in our lives, it would get handled if we had more of Jesus in our lives. More of Jesus. Hallelujah. I remember laying in the mobile home, amen, even Park Acres behind the church, amen, in the grips and the throes of depression. Amen. And, 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 and it's like a cloud following me everywhere I went. And I'm laying in one of, in the bedroom there in the mobile home on one end. And the radio was on and Shambach was preaching. Amen. He had his tagline, you don't have any problems. All you need is faith in God. And Shambach made me mad. I'm like, that man don't know what he's talking about. You know, and 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 I can remember I'm in the throes of this deep depression. And 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 Shambach has made me mad and I'm I'm and 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 I'm starting to think dark thoughts. Amen. I'm starting to think these dark thoughts. This is over with. Amen. This marriage ain't gonna last. This is over with. This, this, this. 
and, and, and all of a sudden, God said, look up, look, look up. And when I looked up, I saw something hovering over my bed, amen, with like a dark floppy hat and, and no feet, but a, you know, a, like a gown hanging down. And it was hovering above my bed and it was feeding me those dark thoughts. Amen. It was feeding me those dark thoughts. And when I looked up and saw it, and it, and it saw that I saw it, it vanished. And I asked God, I said, God, what was that? He said, that's a spirit that has been released in the earth, and it is trying to destroy marriages. And, he, and this is what God said, that same spirit that you just saw is also working in Florida. It's also working in Florida. Now, that's odd. That seems odd. But what I did, I got up. Because I was in the bedroom. My wife was in the living room of the mobile home. And, and, and something had happened, and we weren't talking. Man, we weren't talking. We weren't talking. A lot of times, instead of dealing with stuff, we want to give each other the silent treatment. <laughs> when, and, and, and when God showed me what the cause of my thoughts, I, I'm thinking that they my thoughts. When God showed me what, where, where those thoughts was coming from, I went in, in, in the living room where my wife was. I said, I just saw something. And I told her what I saw, and I said, you know what? The devil is alive. He's not going to do that to us. And, 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 and Kim said, I, I, I've been seeing some things too. And I said, well, I tell you what, let's get on our knees and let's pray right now. Amen. The devil is a, and we pray, amen, and 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 and, and reconcile and got that thing right. Amen. And uh I remember God saying that same spirit is working in Florida. And I had a friend, amen, the Pritchett. Some of y'all know Gil and Linda Pritchett. Right. And 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 I had a, a, a member, a former member of our church living fly. I called Gil up. I said, Gil. I said, this might sound funny, but let me tell you what. I, I, what happened and what I've seen. And when I began to tell him what had happened, Gil didn't say nothing. He just listened. I said, that spirit has been released to try to destroy marriages. And, uh, and, and I told him that and, and he didn't say anything. I said, I just want to warn you. And he said, well, thank you for calling. And he didn't say nothing. And I felt kind of, you know how you, you kind of feel? You know, Give me something. Tell me something. He didn't say nothing. It was probably over a year, year and a half later, that his wife, Linda, came to visit. And she came by Bethel to share with us. And she got up and shared her testimony. She said, I am so thankful for my pastor here who called Florida and shared with my husband what God had showed him. And his wife testified to let me know that what God had showed me and what I said to him was right on. Mm. Hallelujah. It works. The word works. Amen. And, 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 and some of you all that, amen, if you persist, amen, and, 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 and you know, please, well, I start to say, please don't take offense, but maybe you need to be offended. Amen. If you persist on being dirt, amen, you're not going to break my heart. You're not going to diminish my faith. You're not going to, amen, frustrate me where I can't sleep at night wondering, amen, what am I doing wrong? Is there something else I need to do? Amen. The word works. It works. 
some of the same thing that God gave me. Amen. I turn on some of these larger ministries and they're saying the same thing. I had a preacher one time visit from uh, East Coast, Philadelphia. A minister friend of mine brought him by to meet me. We went out and we were sharing. I think we were eating at the pancake house or something. And uh, I began to share some things that God was dealing with me about. God had put on my heart. I began to share. This minister uh, had had a stroke. He was a young man, but he had had a stroke. Pastor the church on the East Coast, I forget what city, uh, and uh, had a program that he was doing on one of the religious uh, stations. And uh, I shared a few things and, and, and in the discussion and, and what have you. And uh, he went back to where he was on the East Coast. And uh, later, he came back through. I don't know if some of you all Bethel remember it, but he came back through and he shared with us. And he said, you know what? I talked with your pastor. Some things he shared with me. He said, I took that, I, I, I took it to heart. He said, I took it to heart. I went back and uh, because I thought I'd lost my church and my health was failing and, and, and I'd had a stroke and different. He said, I took that back and, and uh, he said, and we're blowing up. And he said, I just want to tell you what your pastor shared with me. I took it back and we're blowing up. The word works. And I remember I, I was thankful for uh, his affirmation. I was thankful that he came back to share. You know, some people, when they blow up, they don't want to give anybody credit. They, they act like that, you know, it was all them. I was thankful that he came back and, 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 and gave credit, but I began to wonder, what's wrong with the ground here? What's wrong with the ground in St. Louis? What's wrong with the ground? We're going to have to make a decision. Are we going to be soil or are we going to be dirt? The miraculous seed produces supernatural spiritual growth 100% of the time. That's a pretty good guarantee. Y'all, y'all, this message here is going to make a determination, and 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 it's going to and it's going to it's going to bring about probably a separation. But I'm hopeful that I'm talking to the right people, and some of you all want to go with me, and 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 not just the crowd. But, amen, we want to make our way into the house. Amen. And, and when the word goes forth, stop being satisfied with saying, oh, that was a good message. I, and, and let the enemy steal it before you get down the block. Amen. And, 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 and take that word and say, God, that word came forth here uh, at Bethel today, and, and, and it was for me. And, and, and I want to understand, what does that mean to me, and what am I supposed to do with it? Because I know it works. Our response to the word will determine our relationship with the Lord. Our response to the word will determine our relationship with the Lord. Amen. God don't have favorites. 
I heard my wife, she was trying to express, God don't have favorites, God has intimates. If you satisfied with the appetizers, amen, he'll leave you with the appetizers. But if you want the main course, amen, the main course is served in the house. Amen. And so last but not least, which will you be? Mm-hmm. Are you going to be soiled? Or are you going to remain dirty? Let's stand on our feet.